I launched for the first time last year, last summer, like made it self-paced. And so we've had like 60 some people go through the self-paced version. Self-paced is 1400. And when we did it live, it was 3000. Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast here with Serena from the Ambitious Bookkeeper. So Serena, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thank you for having me. You have an amazing business, an amazing pre uh, suite of info products and, and courses and, and funnels and things like that. So maybe tell the audience a little bit about yourself, what you do, how you know, the Ambitious Bookkeeper came to be. Yeah. So I'm an ex-corporate controller. I have a CPA license. I left corporate about seven, eight years ago to have my second daughter. And when I left, I took a little bit of maternity leave. And then I was like, you know, I worked really hard for this CPA license. I should probably like stay fresh. So I started just doing some freelance bookkeeping on the side with a new baby at home and mainly got like some clients through Upwork and stuff. And I started networking with other bookkeepers online and like Facebook groups and things like that. And a lot of them were asking some of the similar questions that I had when I first started, like, where do I find clients? And how do I go out on my own when I'm an introvert and <laughs> have to figure out this whole yeah, sales thing? How do thing? I sell? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I had been gathering resources and kind of created my own little framework and set up my own systems through trial and error. But as I was starting to build my business and network with other bookkeepers and groups, about a year in, I started just sharing that information and I continued to see more and more people asking those same questions and, and wanting that information. And so I was kind of just like offering free advice and free coaching in these Facebook groups. Yeah. And eventually I was like, you know what? Everyone has the same exact questions when they're getting started. So maybe I should just put together a little PDF. And so I started that. And I also at the same time started a blog and started kind of just putting that information up there and sharing my systems and resources and stuff. And so when people had questions, I had like one place that I could send them. And I did start building an email list through that. And I had about like 100 people on my email list, which was mainly from organically just sharing like, here's my blog and my email list, you should subscribe. And that way I can like share behind the scenes as I'm building this thing. And so I did that pretty organically, just like sharing that in Facebook groups, got it to about 100 people. And then that was about when COVID happened. <laughs> and I had created this PDF and I was like, I should just sell it for like $27. And it was really just like a getting how to start your bookkeeping business PDF. It was like maybe five pages, but it was essentially like a checklist with a bunch of links to resources and templates and things like that. All the things that I had gathered along the way. So that was like at the very beginning of 2020, I started running like just a little bit of Facebook ads to it. And then the world shut down and it just kind of blew up. So part of it was timing. But I think I remember, I'm trying to remember how many people bought that little $27 PDF. It was a lot. And I was only paying like 50 cents per lead on Facebook. <laughs> it was so ridiculous <laughs> like a couple hundred people that bought it wow. yeah Damn. because it was like yeah. i i really do think a lot of it had to do with the timing and what mm -hmm. i was kind of promoting of like start bookkeeping on the side everyone is now sent home from their jobs 
they have computers and they're like, what the heck am I supposed to do for two weeks? Thinking it was just going to be two weeks. (laughs) So that's pretty much how it started. And then from that PDF, I continued to build my list and continued to like share resources and continue to write on my blog. And I started compiling everything into more of an organized course. Like I just kind of expanded upon that PDF. It was all the same framework, like the same basic steps. But then I started expanding upon it. And like, I was like, I should just create a course and like a group program around this so that I can offer the coaching at the same time. So I launched that before it was created just just to my like tiny little email list. I was like, I'm going to run this program, a six week program. We're going to meet every week. I'm going to drip out the content every week before our call. And then later in the week, we'll have a group call where you can ask questions and da da da. And so I kind of built it as I went. And I had, I think six people joined from that first, that first round. And I just kind of built it as I went, had created this program. And then I launched it a couple more times. And then I completely revamped it and re-recorded it and made it better. You know what I mean? Like reused that same initial iteration, but then went back and, and just made it like more beautiful, better PDFs, the, just a better learning experience and, and whatnot. So do you want to go into how I launched like after the initial launch or you're like, where do you want to go from here? Let's maybe stay on the topic of the ambitious bookkeeper. So, so, so looking back now, what does that product suite look like? So, you know, you started out with that PDF. I know you have come different programs and different courses. Give us the makeup of of the business and kind yeah, of you know, the, the like the, my the whole product. ascension model or whatever you want to yeah, call it. That's yeah. It. I yeah, definitely yeah, have yeah. a lot of offers and for a long time mm-hmm. I had mm-hmm. been subscribing to this idea of having like all roads point to one program. But the truth of the matter is is that doing that is going to exclude a lot of people that maybe just need pieces and a little help along the way. They might have most of it kind of in place or it's just completely out of their budget. So I started creating some mini courses of just kind of like sections, pieces of the content. And then I also have put on lots of like live workshops for different topics, like in the bookkeeping world at year end, there's lots of different things that we have to do for clients. One of them is 1099s. Sometimes people have to do sales tax. So I have little individual workshops that people can add on and kind of learn more and, and get better at what they do. So I have a lot of that kind of stuff that's always available. So I have stuff that that ranges from $27 to $37 all the way up to almost $3,000. So there's like everything in between. I have that signature program that I initially launched. It's called the Bookkeeping Business Accelerator. That one is takes you from A to Z, like either if you don't have a business yet and you're just getting started or you've already started, but you kind of like need to backtrack a little bit and get some systems in place or like figure out how to get better clients, things like that. So that one's like an all-encompassing program. How much is that one? That one is, I have a couple versions of it. I have a self-paced version that's $1,400 and then the VIP version, which includes group coaching. And that one is $2,500. So again, different price points depending on people's availability. Like not everyone can join all those calls and all that. So And then I have, I added on another, what you might call a signature program a couple, maybe like a year ago, I guess at this point. And it's 
It's called Elevate and it's more helping like once you do have your bookkeeping business in place and you want to start offering higher level services to your clients like budgeting and forecasting. I go through the foundations of that because a lot of bookkeepers don't have experience in doing that. They don't know what questions to ask clients. They're not really sure on how to like manage that whole process. So I teach them that and it's separate because not everybody wants to offer that level of service. And so that's another like higher ticket program. Love it. And right now, kind of where would you say, in terms of numbers, what products are most people going to? And what would you say, you know, the most popular ones are and kind of what does, you know, the flow of kind of the leads and customers look like at the moment for you? Yeah, I would say the most popular, it's neck and neck between my two larger programs. Because like I said, they're, first of all, the accelerator program, the way I get leads is different than the way I get leads for the Elevate program. Like the Elevate program, I get a lot of people that have come through my other programs coming into that. Whereas the Accelerator, I kind of have to pull new people into the industry. Like I have to pull people from corporate and be like, hey, guess what? You can start a side hustle or hey, guess what? Like you can eventually quit your corporate job and stay home with your kids and do this. So the marketing's different on that. And that one, I it's a longer lead time, I think. Maybe, maybe not. It might be about equal, but it's like I'm getting colder leads and that's where I, I do like the launch model where twice a year I do a series of workshops. I do paid workshops. So that's another thing. I don't do like a free boot camp or anything. It's paid, mm-hmm. very low ticket cool. still, but I run ads to that. So I get a lot of new people in that have never met me or been exposed to me mm-hmm. through that. And then I try to keep them in my world for a while. <laughs> Um, but yeah. I also have a podcast, so I get leads that way okay. as well. I get a lot actually from that. Yeah. Nice. This is super exciting. I want to go so deep into this because you have so much going on. So let me get this straight. You're running Facebook ads to these kind of um, live workshops that are low ticket, right? Kind of lower price. And then through there, you either kind of sell or get people on the list and eventually pass them up into the Elevate program or the Accelerator. Either one, both. Either Honestly, one. Okay. usually mm-hmm. if they're if they're new to my world and they're looking to start a bookkeeping business or they're in the early stages, the accelerator is the program for them. But sometimes Perfect. people still come in and they're like, well, I already have my business in place, but I'm interested in this other program that you're offering. Yeah. There's, there's the podcast. And then are you running ads only to these low ticket live sessions like twice a year, did you say? Or, or are you kind of running ads all year round to these other products as well? I'm running ads year round to, um, so when we do that launch, obviously we just turn off all the other ads and focus on those workshops. But throughout the year, we generally run ads to an SLO, which is another mini course that we have. It's like a $37 thing. Um, and we also run ads to a free checklist that gets them into like our evergreen funnel to the accelerator. And I will caveat this. If someone is listening and they're like, oh my God, there's so much stuff going on. It took me years to get to this point and a team. It was not this complex at the beginning. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And and are you running ads and are you running ads yourself or, or, or do you have someone else doing them? I have someone on my team doing that. Yeah. Yeah. So we yeah, do okay, manage cool. it internally. Um, but yeah, I have someone else at the very beginning. I did learn uh, just enough about ads to run them to that PDF. Yeah. I, <laughs> feel I like, got lucky. I think like, like anyone that I know, well, not anyone that I know that crushes, but like just knowing how to run a Facebook ad and create one is like, you know, one of the greatest skills 
right now ever because it's like you can just find anybody basically and kind of get them into your circle. If you have a good product or sell, you can, you can sell anything, courses, yeah. coaching, e-commerce products. I, I'm, I'm quick in the background, just going to look up the ambitious bookkeeper. I'd love to run through your, through your ad library and have a look at like, you know, you can share. Is it ambitious bookkeeper, the, the page that you, yeah. Yeah, that you run ads from? Yeah. No, cool. We're going very, oh, wow. Th- this is awesome. Okay, I'm going to. I'm like, I don't even know what this sh- looks like. I've looked anyway, at, I, I've looked at other people's ad libraries, but I'm like, I've never done this on my own. <laughs> it's weird. It doesn't seem to be working for me right now. Anyway, um, so yeah, the people listening to the audio is probably thinking, what the hell's going on? But anyway, we can go into that later. Okay, so you're running ads mainly, you know, twice a year to the the launches, and then you have this kind of a constant SLO. So for, for anybody at home, SLO is like a self-liquidating offer, basically where it, it's like a low ticket front end. All you're doing is to get customers in the door. If you break even, it's fine. You're, you know, you're, you're kind of breaking even just to get customers. You can sell them onto more products. What What's the current price of, of the SLO? What ads are you running? And what's like uh, the funnel structure? What page are they going to? Or how are they signing up at the moment kind of for this year round ad campaign? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the price point is $37. It takes them to a landing page that is, it's like a sales page for a, a mini course, basically. It's like a three workshop course, has some bonuses and all the things. Once they get in there, they then, you know, hopefully go through the course. We have a dr- an email drip se- sequence to keep them moving through it. And then at the end, we're like, hey, if you want to learn more now that you know my style and if you want to dive deeper, here's what we have for you. You can either, if you haven't started your bookkeeping business or you're in the early stages, you can go here. If you are ready to level up once you start getting these types of clients that we just taught you how to get, <laughs> you can join Elevate um, or even just like just listen to the podcast because that continues to keep people warm and eventually they'll hear what we have going on and maybe be interested. Love it. How are you transitioning people from the SLO into the upsells of the product? Is it like an email campaign yeah. or is it like like inside a community? Kind of what are you doing to you know ascend uh, people? So both. So we do have the email campaign that mm-hmm. that drips out and kind of like pushes them toward. Um, or invites them toward one of the pro- other products. But we also have them come into our Facebook community, which at th- this point I think is like around 800 people. I used to only wow. have it to where you could only get in if you purchased a product. So if you came in through the SLO mm-hmm. or if you came in through one of our other low ticket offers, mm-hmm. you would get access to that community. Now we actually also filter in anyone who joins through our workshops and through our free checklist and things like that. So you, it's like a combination of free and paid, but it's not like, I'm not really promoting the Facebook group on its own ever. It's only like if you've opted into something. So it's still pretty exclusive, if you will. <laughs> nice. No, cool. Yeah, yeah, definitely. No, that sounds amazing. So, so basically, you, know, you started really, really small with a small group. You built a product, people loved it. You asked what they wanted, and you built another one, and, you, and, and now you know you've built a podcast, but this whole kind of suite of uh, what was it, you know, like a two thousand dollar yeah product on the back end to you know free podcasts and kind of people can go up and down and pick and choose. So, so that's incredible. So when you're running ads year round, tell me around kind of like how you measure. You know, are you are you kind of profitable on the SLO? Are you losing like if 
uh, you're losing money, you're you kind of like roughly breaking even and, and how hard are you kind of pushing the scale? Because I know like even internally and some other campaigns that I know, you know, where they're doing these SLOs, maybe you're breaking money on the front, but they're just spending so much money per day just to funnel you know, funnel the kind of upsell. So I'm curious kind of what what spend looks like. Yeah. So it's funny. I just met with my operations uh, director today to talk about like starting the ads back up. And I was like, hey, well, what what was our average cart value last time? Because we do have upsells and order bumps on it too. So it's the $37 product, but we also have like add this template pack or upsell into this other pricing course, which is also a mini course. So our average cart value, I can't remember exactly what it was um, off the top of my head, but it was higher than the $37 <laughs> because people generally add at least the order bump. And we are usually profitable on on the SLO by like a few hundred dollars a month. So it's not like, it's not a money maker, right? It's not what's making us a profitable business, but at least we're we're covering our ad spend and then some. So it like, it's working. Nice. (laughs) And right now what we're budgeting is about $500 a month in ads. So it's not, we're not filtering in a ton of people either. Like that's the other thing is, yeah, we could throw probably thousands at ads and get more and more people in. And this is where it becomes kind of a like, figure out what your values are conversation of like, do you want this massive million dollar thing where you need a team of 10 people to support it? Or do you want to keep it kind of small and intimate where you are still profitable, but also your students are very well taken care of and they still get access to you, the person that created it. So that's kind of where we're at. We have a small team, we're profitable. People like coming into our world because they know that I am going to be the one on those calls with them. I don't parse it out to other coaches that I hire or anything like that. And so it's still like a small intimate thing, but it's still profitable and it's not unmanageable for me. Yeah. And this is a cool thing where it's like, you know, you do have kind of like scale lords where they just want to spend and, and go. And there's others where it's like, you know, you're making awesome money, you're super profitable, but you're kind of picking and choosing who you're working with when you're working. And you can just like drop the budget or increase the budget whenever you kind of change your mind, which is pretty awesome. So tell me a little bit about kind of um, Facebook ad creative and the Facebook ads that you're running to, to this SLO. I kind of actually look into, um, into ads library. Maybe we can get it up later, but I'm sure you guys and your team have tested like a ton of ads and a ton of targeting and, you know, creatives and, and messaging and all this stuff. So tell me kind of what, what ads are you seeing work right now? Um, what ads are working the best? How do you, how do you come up yeah. with them? So <laughs> this is one of the things that my team is like, come on, Serena, we need really need you to do video ads because we know they'll perform mm-hmm. a lot better. But then I'm like, mm-hmm. but I don't want to spend all that time doing video ads. So then we end up just doing like different like graphic creatives And those are working. Like, that's the other thing is like, it's still working. We're still profitable. So we just try to keep it sort of fresh. Like, in general, I don't even know off the top of my head, honestly, like what our ad copy is at this point, because it's been so long since I wrote it. And like, my team has tweaked it and things like that. 
Um, but I do still like when I'm scrolling Facebook or Instagram and I see someone else's ad that I'm like, ooh, that caught my attention. I'll screenshot it and put it in a like our idea page in Notion and be like, cool. can we create an ad like this? <laughs> same. Yeah, yeah, same. Yeah, my, my phone is just screenshot, screenshot, screenshot of all these ads. What are the most recent ones we've been like, damn, that was good. That really sucked you in. Do you remember? You know, I don't, I'm trying to think like, because like I literally just had the conversation today with my team of like, let's start ads back up again. And so I need to sit down and like, look at what we've been running and look at the creative and stuff and see like where we want to change some things. So I feel Ill, a little ill prepared for this question. I don't really no, no, it's fine. It's fine. It's all good. Head. It's good. It's good. If you didn't have to think about it and you can have, you know, other people do it for you while you teach and that's the dream. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, well, you know, we can check back in on, you know, on another episode <laughs> and give us an update. That's awesome. So roughly, Across all your kind of products, especially the, the higher ones, so the, the Elevate and the Accelerator, over the last kind of few years since you've been doing this like through COVID, how many students would you say have come through those programs? Um, so I was just looking, actually, I can pull up my Kajabi right now. So the bigger programs are, pulling you back over here so I don't lose that. Let's see. So Elevate, we've had over a hundred people go through and that one I launched for the first time last year, last summer. So we did the way I did that one. The first two times I launched it, I did a cohort and I limited it to 20 people. So, and it, I taught it live and then I put it on, then I chunked the videos down, edited them out and like made it self-paced. And so we've had like 60 some people go through the self-paced version um, self-paced is 1400 and when we did it live it was 3000 oh wow okay yeah. damn so so that's insane that's <laughs> cool as yeah and and, and yeah. how about the the um, accelerate and the accelerator it's the vip version with the group coaching calls is 2400 2500 and the self-paced version is 1400 on that one as well so good and, and how many students did you have going through that one roughly i was just about to pull that up We've had over 200. So amazing. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Damn. I have so, growth so, between. So, yeah. um, so yeah. like when I look at my Kajabi dashboard, I'm a, I've hit, yeah. I've, I've surpassed half a million since I started in 2020. So, um, but that includes all the mini courses and the workshops and everything too. So that's incredible. And, and I think what, a lot of people don't realize obviously there's teams but that's like you know you're not spending 80 percent on that on physical products sending it out or kind of hiring a team to do the work that's like you know just like video lessons that you record at one time which i think is amazing because you know the margins usually on this are amazing especially if you're spending so little on ads as well so that's incredible i would um, say like yeah. since i'm a numbers person <laughs> okay, of course and i look at course. my financials yeah, yeah, yeah. When I look at like my ad spend as a percentage of revenue each month, it's generally in a launch month, even not like regular mm. months are even lower, but during a launch, it's maybe 10% of revenue. So if you can keep your yeah. ad spend below 10% of your revenue, you're in decent shape. Incredible. Incredible. And, and the podcast, like, so you're running ads i assume you have social media well sorry sorry i know you have social media as well um and then the podcast how does like social media and the podcast and these kind of free social channels generate 
clients for you, kind of how you're using them to, to get customers and things like that? Yeah. So I do publish a weekly podcast and some episodes mm-hmm. are solo and some are interviews. And then I just recently mm-hmm. started adding um, every other Monday doing like a mini, mini episode that's like five minutes long. And it's just a solo cool. like me, mm-hmm. like laser talking about one little topic. And um, we most of our social media content is centered around promoting stuff from the podcast, but in like doesn't it's I mean, the call to action is always like go listen to the podcast, but we'll take like quotes from it and kind of like cool explain like this one chunk of what was in the podcast. So like the social media content is stands alone as valuable content anyway. We're just kind of repurposing what Mm. happened on the podcast. That's So, so good. Um, so we have that pretty well dialed. So that's what you're actually doing. So you have a, a weekly podcast every week, either with you or someone else. And then you're just like cutting up the clips, you know, adding subtitles, adding really really good captions, and then you're just kind of delivering value. People will click that to your podcast and sign up for an SLO. So it's like, you're you're kind of killing two birds with with one stone, which is, which is insane. So even, even I think for someone wanting to like launch an online course or, or who has one, that idea of like long form, you know, like we're doing now, you know, you've probably had about 10 banging clips so far that we can that we can post on your know, and TikTok. Yeah. Um, where you know you don't have to record 30 individual videos. It's like just just talk. If you're an expert, you'll kind of have all the all the value anyway, and then just edit it up, use CapCut or Descript or something, and then there's your content that there's your kind of you know, how to get new new customers. It's awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and the other thing too is like, I mean, again, it's one of those things that like, I didn't start out having the team create this content for me. I was the one that used to do all of that. (laughs) I would edit my own podcast as I was editing. I'd be like, Mm -hmm. damn, that was a good quote. I'm going to clip that out, put it in a Canva graphic, (laughs) you know? And so I created this process because I used to do it. And and then I just like handed Mm -hmm. it over. Now my brother edits podcasts. He takes the video clips. and then our team does like canva images and uploads Mm. them to our scheduler and it's it's definitely a machine (laughs) definitely sounds like it yeah let me dive in a little bit because you said something interesting so so you're editing the the long form podcast if you said you you have a canva template yeah so we'll take video clips we use descript also Mm. to edit the podcast Mm. and so you can create video clips from that with captions so we'll do a couple of those and kind of you know, post them to stories and reels and stuff. Um, and then we'll also take some of the content from the podcast and do like mm-hmm. a, just like a grid photo or like a caption or a quote or whatever. So that cool. there's a variety of different content too. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's like if we had a guest, we'll take their, you know, whatever picture they gave us and kind of do like a little quote thing from them always tag the guests and so it's like yeah when you have the long form content the other thing i was going to say too is that once you build up this bank of content when people are dming you and they're like hey i have this question you're like hey i have a i have a podcast about that here's the link (laughs) nice and so it it really it's really helpful because it's like you are you're already going to create that content and you can refer people back to it i love it that's so cool now one thing I'm curious about as well, you have kind of all these products. When people come in through, you know, either like the SLO or the or the paid live workshop, you kind of all 
like already mentioned it where that, you know, there's a Facebook group and there's emails, but like specifically kind of like, you know, what are you doing and what are you saying to make sure that this list is engaged mm-hmm. um, and, and kind of what, what, you know, tactics are using to kind of, you know, deliver more value to them through, you know, upselling different products. Yeah, I was about to pull up to see like what, so I could share actually what my click rate is because in my open rate, because I feel like it's a really healthy list. Like I said, like my numbers aren't huge, but it's profitable and my, and my audience is very engaged. And so I think that's what matters the most, honestly. And so let me pull up my last like, okay, so Um, We do a weekly email that talks about kind of a little synopsis of what the podcast is, but I also do like a personal touch thing. So I don't know if you know who Liz Wilcox is, but she has this thing called email marketing membership. She has like 8,000 members in it by now, but I went through a program with her when she was first creating that membership. And so she and I are kind of close and it's really fun to watch people's businesses just like explode like this, but she publishes a weekly email template that you can take that is very engaging with your audience and you just personalize it and add your own wow. you know, special touch that to it. Just, and that is so smart. Yeah. And it, it, her membership is $9 a month. Wow. <laughs> and so you get a, a weekly email template for nine, four, four of them a month for $9 a month. And so like me and my team never have to really think about what we're going to write. We just pull her template and we add our own, you know, whatever she says to talk about, we add our own thing. And so every weekly email has like a personal touch, what's going on like personally in my world. And it doesn't have to be super personal. (laughs) It's just like a way to connect. And we usually have some sort of like trying to get the audience or the reader to respond to. So people will reply to our emails all the time too. They'll an- answer my questions and stuff. But uh, my open rate is between 30 and 50%. Yeah, <laughs> my that, email list that's is... That's like a text open rate. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah, it's yeah. kind of insane. It's really good. Um, and yeah. it's a small list. It's under 3,000 people, but it's highly engaged. So I'm happy with it. And um, the emails work. <laughs> For sure. Nice. Well, what's the plan for you over the next, I guess, 12 months? You know, where, where, where are you aiming to take an you know, ambitious bookkeeper? What else do you want to be launching? What are the goals? So we're probably, go- we, we generally launch our workshop series to pull into the accelerator in um, the beginning of the year and in the fall because it's like a good time of year when people are like, well, pretty much if you launch a course and you're trying to like help people grow or create habits or <laughs> change their lifestyle, you you probably want to launch in like January and August or September because it's like that's when people want to reset. So that's what we'll be doing. <laughs> um, also, this um, this next year, I'm working on a new strategy I've never tried before, but I'm going to do a secret podcast that that filters into my Elevate program. So it'll be like, I don't know, 10 to 15 episodes that we're going to end up running ads to a secret podcast, like a private podcast. That's not going to be on Apple Podcasts, but you can like RSS feed it into whatever player you have. And so it'll be a free opt-in, but I've had so much success with people buying my programs after listening to my podcast for a while that 
there's something magical about being in someone's ear and like that the trust that you're able to build and they're able to also figure out how you teach and what your style is and if if they're going to buy in they're going to buy in on a podcast so i was like okay one of the other things too is someone had asked me like i can't afford your elevate program yet so what should i do to get started offering those services and i was like all right i'm going to do a free podcast Nice. <laughs> how many episodes do you reckon it'll be it'll probably be like 10 to 15 episodes wow. yeah yeah we've tested it e- even right now i just spoke about this yesterday as well we're starting to test it a little bit more but something that's like crushing right now is these kind of i don't want to call them fake but you know uh fake uh, uh podcast interviews where where it's like it's kind of set up where there's an interviewer and you know, we, we did this back when I was kind of working at Founder and, and we plan to do some more, but, you know, it's a fake interview. It's like, hey, guys, welcome to the podcast. I'm here, here with Serena. She's like a, a full-time bookkeeper and, and she's going to show you how to do this. And the, all the questions, it's almost like a webinar or a VSL and it's a lot more organic. And I'm sorry if you can hear the, the dog yelling uh, in the background. We've got some stray Thailand dogs that kind of hang around our house because um, uh, my girlfriend keeps patting them. They keep coming back. So anyway, but... The podcast, that idea sounds sounds incredible. And, and I agree, there is that stat where it's like, you know, most people will want to buy from you after they listen to you for something like three or six or seven hours. That There is that kind of time period. Yeah. What you're doing is awesome. And that idea is really, really sick. Keep me updated because I'm curious yeah, to see how it goes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, nice. That's awesome. Well, you've given a ton of value. Your strategy is so awesome. Do you have any like tips or kind of you know parting wisdom or, or words of advice for you know a, a co- uh, aspiring course creators or people with existing courses? Yeah, I would say number one, and this applies to honestly any type of business, but really do your market research and listen to what people are looking for and asking for and the questions that that they're asking, and create mm. something around that. Even like if you can marry it to what you're passionate about or what you already have expertise in, obviously that's preferable, but Mm -hmm. you can't create a course that you want to create because you think people are going to want it. You need to make sure that people are actually Mm. needing and wanting this information. So I think the market research is really important and, um, and it doesn't have, you don't have to do like a ton of like market research called. (laughs) (laughs) you could just observe like your marketplace, right? Like observe where those people are hanging out. Like Facebook groups is a great one when you look at the questions people are asking. Um, So I think that is number one, if you're like just getting started and you're trying to like figure out what you should create a course on or kind of hammer out your own topic, that's, that's a really important piece. And the other one is I already kind of talked about it, but figure out really what you want out of it. If you want to build a giant empire or if you like want to have a small team and keep things manageable because the universe will only give you as much as you can actually handle. So Mm -hmm. if you go out and you're like, I'm going to make a $3 million launch or whatever, but like you don't have the team to support it, it's probably not going to happen. And if it does, it's going to be a disaster. Definitely incredible wall i really appreciate you coming on there's a ton of value what you're doing is so insane it's super inspirational so i think like i got you you know you're, you're already killing it but i still Thank feel like you. you know i got you on the come up because you know you're only two years in and you know five six years back oh that's Serena. yeah i did a podcast with her five years ago when you're everywhere and you know the the bookkeeping uh queen or whatever <laughs> you know so yeah 
or awesome. non non gender specific leader. Yeah. So um, yeah, I appreciate you coming on. This was amazing. Um, where can people find out more about you and and your product if they need bookkeeping help, which pretty much every business owner does. Yeah. So you can learn about like if you're a bookkeeper or an accountant or you're interested of, about what's happening at the Ambitious Bookkeeper. I'm at Ambitious Bookkeeper on Instagram and Facebook and YouTube. Even we've been uploading podcasts and stuff to there. So um, you can find me there. You can find me on LinkedIn. I'm Serena Shoup, S-H-O-U-P. And um, if you need bookkeeping, I most of my clients are in online business. So e-commerce, course creators, coaches, and you can reach me at ofcoursebookkeeping.com. Of course, bookkeeping. <laughs> it's funny you say that because I, I was in between courses and funnels and of course, the name of the agency and the podcast. It seems like you got, you know, you got of course bookkeeping. So Nice yeah. one. Awesome. Like that. Nice. Great. Well, um, well, yeah, check out Serena's stuff. Um, if you're listening, Serena, again, thank you so much for coming on. This was awesome. So many knowledge bombs. Really, really uh, appreciate it. And let's do this again once you've launched your, your podcast. I will. Funnel. Thank you. Thanks Follow. for having me. Cool. No worries. Well, thanks for coming on. All right, guys, that's a pod. Thanks. See ya.